Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Experience Podcast. This week, we have had a bit of a lacklustre event. However, I've had lots of fun. How about you, Mrs. B? It's been okay. It's kind of not as... It's not the most exciting thing going on, and it's kind of like Ponyta, but yeah. Yeah, but no spawns, which has been a bit... Yeah. But at the same time, I got a Larvesta. You did. That was exciting. In a two-kilometer egg. <laughs> I have only gotten a Magikarp. Nice, nice. And a sh- what was it? The one that looks like a little thing in the show. I'm not getting you. you. You can't keep comparing them to pictures because I have no idea what you're talking about. Just look. I at just looked at it, but I literally want to say shelter, but I know it's not shelter, and it's not the one that I. Whenever I see this one, I always want to call it the opposite one that it is. <laughs> so what is it? I'm going to have to look at it. Is it the shell mitt? It could be. It could be the shell mitt. A little, okay. um, little face out of a shell. Yeah. Yeah, shell mitt, yeah. I always almost say shell, shelter, and I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's shell mitt there. I'm there correct. No shinies. No shinies? No. Well, I've had, a, I've had an interesting week. Uh, so I, I got my Larvesta and my 42nd egg, which is good odds, considering there are still people out there that have done 100 or 200 or 300 eggs and still haven't found one. I got I three Kecleon, one of which I got this morning. So I'm now at 9 out of 10 on the master's work research. Whoop-de-whoop. That's a big and thing. It is it is good. And on the shiny side of things, I got an Eevee, a Rolts, and a Bonsley, and a Magikarp. So a pretty good week. You're kicking shiny butt this week. Darn Jim. The Eevees look so not healthy. Yeah, they look like <laughs> malnourished or something. Um, the ponytail with the Candela costume, the one I got was an 89 IV, so not great. But, you know, it's a costume, so it is what it is. I got a really good Mr. Mime Jr., 97, so nearly 100%, so that was pretty cool. And still no shiny Zubat. Yeah. So. We're still we're still looking for that one. Did Reggie Drago raid? Finally got you it. You did. You finally did. Finally got it. So that's pretty cool. We'll go into that in a little bit, Mike. But I know. So I'm like, it's in the decks. Yeah. Got it. We are on 19.7 million out of 21 million. So I'm nearly there for level 48. That's really exciting. Because you yeah. you've been like grinding at that. I'm hoping that the um, community day event is going to push me to the end because that's only. It's only a week away, and if I can get the majority of the XP this week, then the community day, and if I throw a couple of eggs on, I should clear the last million and a bit. So we should have it by next week, in theory. So by the time we talk again in next week's podcast, I should be on level 48. That's actually kind of cool. Is it kind of like, not nerve-wracking, but is it kind of like, Almost to 50, but at the same time, like, oh, almost to 50. Well, it's a bit of a pain because level four, I don't, I've not looked into what the missions are for level 48, but I know I get a, a ton of missions because you get the normal ones, which you need to get to level 49. Plus at level 48, you get another set of like milestone missions as well. So I get a load of them, but I'm not looking forward to the ones where you have to do like 999 excellent throws. I mean, the good thing is I'm good at doing excellent throws. You are. And 999 will take a while. However, I think at that point you need to get something like 25 million XP. So <laughs> I've got a long time <laughs> to do it. So. so hopefully I can catch up to you somewhat and maybe get to level yeah, like 45 get, by then. <laughs> yeah, you might get somewhere closer to where I am by the time I get to level 49. I'm kind of embarrassed because I think we leveled up about the same time and mine's only like 8 million. <laughs> You've already had that one. But to be yeah. fair, it slowed down a lot. Yeah, I mean, where you are living right now is kind of crazy. Compared yeah, to and I haven't before. had, like, as many coins, and I haven't had any room in my deck. So going out to catch Pokemon is like, catch it, check IVs, transfer it or evolve it if I need to. Yeah. have to transfer it because I only have one space in my decks. <laughs> Hatching is a mission because I got all those incubators, and then I had to, like, decide what I was cutting out of the decks and then what to keep. And it wasn't even worth it in the eggs, but it's fine. No, I mean, I think with you, location is a problem. It really is. And I mean, it's weirder that this is the weirder location compared to where I lived before this, where I thought yeah. that would have been bad. But that one had Pokestops and gyms everywhere. And to be fair, the park was like 
literally down the street from my house. Once you get back here, then it's a lot easier. Because as you can see, I've done 19.7 million. (laughs) Yeah, I miss all the gyms. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what did you think of the Valorous Hero event? I don't think they pumped it up the same way they did for Mystic Hero. I feel like there was a lot more fanfare for that. But it just seemed like kind of like, a oh, here, this is going to be there. Where before I saw the Mystic Hero event thing everywhere, and I think it's because it's a Lapras versus yeah. a Ponyta. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. Because um, it's just kind of like, and even when Candela came out and talked, she sounded kind of like, the other one was like, going to kick butt. And then Candela came out and then it was like, Kind of like, oh, hi, um, yeah, um, this. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was more like the other two were enthusiastic and this one was very brush off. I don't, yeah. I don't really know where they were going with that. It was like she was busy and she's got things to do. So here, get this done. That's so why it was, yeah, it was not the same way at all. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of weird. And to be fair, the, the research, you know, the missions that you sent on, they were good. I mean, it's always nice to have more research. It kind of keeps a little bit of excitement in the game. But, again, it it's doable in a day. I think that's the problem with it. Like, for me, if it arrived on a non-working day, like if it was a Saturday or a Sunday and it arrived then, I would have it done in that day. It wasn't something that you could really stretch out over the week unless you are, a, you know, a very much a casual and you only play the game when you finish the day job kind of thing. Because, I, I mean, mine took two days to complete. But that's because on the first day when it arrived, I did everything that I could until it said I needed to do the um, Team Rocket battles. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I had to wait for the balloon to arrive whilst I was at the day job. And then it wanted me to battle the gyms. By the time I got to the second day, it was the battle of gyms. And that was, you know, again, finish the day job on the way home, battle the gyms, job done. And that was it. It was, you know, but I can imagine that people did this in an hour. You know, it's it's that easy to do. Especially if you just go for a walk around a busy area, a busy park with poker stops and gyms. Easy. Done in an hour. So not very complicated. Not very, like I said, it's just underwhelming. Um, Mine took a little bit longer to, like, get the Pokemon to catch. And um, unfortunately, the great throws. I can get great throws fine, but all the Pokemon that were available to catch were, like, the littlest, like, target area. (laughs) So that took me forever. Yeah, so that took me a little bit longer than I would have liked. And I'm not necessarily embarrassed because I can't control that, but I know I can do great throws fine. Nice and great throws I can do. You're the one that's like, I'm like, please do this for me when it says excellent throws because that <laughs> takes me forever. But yeah, that's kind of embarrassing, I guess. Well, the fast charge, uh, the fast and charge TMs, they got binned. The raids <laughs> are, eh, they're okay, I suppose. They're good if you want to do, if you want to try and find your shinies. So I need to do some shiny hunts for the Ponyta because I don't have the Galarian Ponyta in shiny form. But other than that, I have all the shinies that are available in the other ones. And I have, you know, fairly good Pokemon out the other ones. So I'm not racing to a to a raid battle in a way because I already have everything I kind of need. Really. I want the shinies. I still need the shinies of like the pony and a better pony because let's see, I think my Ponyta that I have is not... Not that impressive. <laughs> yeah, I have but, a zero star Ponyta and a oh, one three star, but that's the that's the purple and blue one. Oh yeah, the one that looks like flames is like a zero star, and I'm like, mm. you're trash. <laughs> well, the gla- <laughs> the glaring one is the pink one, so I I I think that one's nice, but I've yet to get the shiny on that one. So I don't have the, a pink one. No, the pink and the pink and white one. Oh, the purple one. Yeah, oh. pink, purple, whichever one's color is. But yeah, that's that's the one I want to do. I want to get the shinies for. So I will have to do some before that finishes. Yeah, I've not really gotten many of those. I should try and get a better one, at least a three star. I'm, mm-hmm. If I get a if I get a shiny, then I get a shiny. But <laughs> as long as I get a three star, that might be helpful. Yeah. Well, this week we also had the Reggie Drago raids. That was yesterday, as we record. That was fun. Trying to find one a raid and two people to join in because it seems that obviously the majority of people probably got Reggie Drago when it came out back in March. So to find more people to do it this time, one, you've only got people that are collectors, I suppose, that are trying to find a better one. Or people are coming back like me who didn't manage to get it back in March because of the glitches and so on and how hard it was to catch. And it was exactly the same this time. It was ridiculously hard to catch if you could find anyone to jump in the raid with you. And I'm seeing a lot of people saying they were 
glitching all over the place. Mine was crazy. Once we did eventually find enough people to jump in, we ended up with four people. That was it. So we did it and that was fine. But then to try and catch it is just a pain because it doesn't make any logical sense on the screen where where the ball's going to land. Like most Pokemon, because you've had them time and time again for the past, I don't know how many, how many years, you know roughly where the ball's going to land when you throw it. Whereas this one, you would throw it and it would just go straight past it or under it or over it or through it. In some, you know, like some of the balls I was throwing went through it. And then it was, you know, usually Pokemon do a, a move, you know, like a, um, a duck dive, kick back, whichever. This one seemed to do three or four in a row. It didn't, it really didn't want to keep still. So I was sitting there thinking, I've only just managed to do this. It's about to run out, so I can't jump into it again. There's nobody around to be able to jump into another one. And I'm not going to catch this again. But thankfully, I did eventually. And it was an 82 IV. So again, nothing fantastic, but it is now in the Pokedex. So I'm happy about that. That's like a good thing. But you went through like a mission because there was like no one doing right. No, I, I sat there for, I think, I even put it on Twitter. The first 16 minutes, nobody turned up. So no one at all. Bearing in mind, I'd already used Campfire to try and find someone to do it. Uh, my local Campfire group has gone silent in the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to put that down to the raid changes, the, raid, the remote raid changes. Um, they didn't seem to be doing anything anywhere. So that wasn't helpful for me to go out and, you know, find a park near where they are. And... Like I say, 16 minutes before anyone jumped in. Then all of a sudden, we had one or two that would jump in and out. And in the last five minutes, four people, like three people and me, were were in the raid. And we managed to do it. But that was cutting it close. I mean, these 30-minute raids are a pain. They really are. They're not fun. (laughs) That's not, like, nice to be, like, timed. No. I mean, for an hour, it's fair enough. You've got enough time to maybe find someone and for people to meet up. But for 30 minutes, I know it's three times a day. But to be fair, the path that I go to, the nearest, well, this was at 2 p.m. So the nearest one was a good 10 minute walk away. So you'd have to be there at the, at the start and all be there to do it and then finish and then get to the other one to start the next one because they were so spaced apart. It's not like, you know, I'm not living in the middle of, you know, New York City or something where, you know, there are gyms everywhere. This is still a busy park. It's poker stopped up. It is gymmed up. There are plenty of spawns all over it. You can spend an hour there and get a lot of XP and get a lot of Pokemon because it's a really good park for that. But these two gyms for the two o'clock one couldn't have been further apart for a 30 minute raid. So Yeah, they're very strange, the math they use to do so. Yeah. The only way to do it, I suppose, would have been to have a bike or a scooter to... Get into the park, go exactly where you were supposed to go, and then fly across the other side of the park. But that's, like, not even a game anymore. That's, like, a job, and that's, like, a stress. <laughs> it's, like, I'm trying yeah, to do it's it. Yeah, it's a stress and a mission. So, you know, it's done, and I have it, but it was it was definitely harder than any other any other raid, and certainly any other raid boss to catch as well. I mean, there, there especially because it's, like, a makeup. Yeah, it's exactly. It's really ridiculous as a, as a that they event, still made it even it more... <laughs> Yeah, they, they should have made it slightly easier. Like you don't want it to be easy in the sense where you just walk in there. Like a one-star raid, you don't want to just throw the ball and then job done. You want it to be a challenge. That's the idea of the game, but it shouldn't be so hard that... I mean, reading some of the comments that people have put like on Facebook and, and on Twitter, some people have done like two or three. Say one person did three raids and only came away with one Regidrago out of three raids. I mean, that's... That's not good, if you think about it. Especially, especially with how much of a mission it is for people to find the find the, the amount of people that you need to do this raid. Yeah, that's the thing about raiding now. It's like, before you could just invite people and everyone hop in. And I know we comment on this all the time about the remote raid pass and all that, but it was so much easier to have people in it because you can invite people and like five friends would show up, even if it was just a random thing. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know why, but for some reason they've decided that, one, they're going to take that away to make it harder for everyone anyway. But it, it also just ostracizes everybody. People don't want to play the game anymore because of that. So it's now become more complicated. I think I was wrong. I've caught the ponytail from the recent event stuff, but I think it was just as trash, and I made the decision to keep the other one because it was from over there <laughs> versus over here. And I was like, whatever, I'm keeping that one instead because they were both zero. I don't know. Well, the free candy was also appreciated, so we got... 20,000 XP, 
once we made a friend. So that was pretty cool. And the free candy, I think it now takes my candy counts up to about 70 per Reggie. So not bad. Can't complain. I'm not really going to power up my Reggies anytime soon because the only one that I've got that's any good is... Um, not steel, not ice. No, Reggie Gigas. So the mm-hmm. big, the big white one with the green on. I've got a, I've got a hundo of that. I don't and think that's I the have only that one. one. I don't think you do because it's I not have been the back steel out. and the ice. Yeah, it's not been back out since since you've been playing. But Reggie Gigas, which is I think the coolest looking one. I've got two of them. I've got a '96 and a Honda. They're both from 2021, and I don't think they've been back in the game since. So I was hoping that they were going to come back out. They might, it might have been. I might be wrong and just not knowing, but. I don't think it has because I want to try and get the shiny for that one because I've got the hundo, so why not get the shiny? I appreciated the XP. Yeah, the XP is nice. It's, you know, it's always nice to try and push me into uh, level 48. So more of that, I'm all up for it. <laughs> I don't usually try and get more friends just because of, I feel like it's unfair to add people and have the focus stop stuff now. But to have to do this mission, I got new friends. So I appreciated the XP for like sending the first a couple gifts and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let us know how your week was. You can let us know on Twitter, at ExperiencePod, uh, or send us an email. All the, all the information is in the show notes. Just let us know. and We can always talk about it next week. Alrighty, so shall we start with some news? We shall. Okie dokie, let's start with Peridot. So the new game from Niantic was released earlier this week, and it seems to have some good reviews so far. It's a full AR Tamagotchi is the best the best way of describing it. Did you have a Tamagotchi? I used to, yeah, I, used to, I feel bad for my Tamagotchi. I forgot. Like, I don't know what age that I stopped playing with or whatever. It's just really sad. <laughs> I, I have no idea where mine is. Probably long, long, long in the bin now. I think but, my thing was orange. Yeah, I think I had a red one. I think, <laughs> I right one. I think so, anyway. It's a long time ago. But, yeah. I, I used to love my Tamagotchi. And te- I loved it for so long. I remember mm-hmm. it, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know what age I stopped. No, I don't remember. I remember it was after I was eight years old because it was in the it was in the second house that we lived in. So I was definitely after I was eight, but I don't remember. I remember taking it into school, and everyone had them in school. So yeah, I remember everyone had them, and then if I went to like my grandma's or something, I was like, "Mom, will you please feed this?" And I had to try and show her how. <laughs> Then she was like, I don't want to. I'm like, please, please, we have to. Well, this new one, you don't get to leave it at home with mom because this one is full AR. So it's going to be with you on your phone. It's going to be there in the background. You've got to look after it. And it's like I say, it's full AR. So it, it literally lives in the world around you, which I know I suppose is cool if you're if you're a kid, but not really something for me. I mean, you know. We already do looking after Pokemon as in our buddies, so it's not my it's not my kind of thing. But yeah, we had our Tamagotchis. Know. Yeah, we've had our Tamagotchi time. You know, if, if kids want to play with Tamagotchis now, this is their version of Tamagotchi. And I suppose it's cool. <laughs> we're keeping ourselves alive now and our pets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people have kids and like, <laughs> but, responsibilities. Yeah. Looking at how how the game plays, it's it. I suppose it's interesting. You've got. You know, it's called Peridot, so you have to look after a dot, which is like a kind of creature, a strange cat-looking hybrid that kind of floats or something like that anyway. Like an uh, alien. Got a, yeah, like an alien cat thing. But you've got to look after it until it grows into a teenager and then keep looking after it until it grows into an adult, which takes, by the looks of it, about 48 hours to do to get it to adulthood. Then you need to find another player and breed with that player to create an egg. And then you have to start over again and bring up this second one or third one. I feel like that'll that'll bring up a few questions for kids. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Did I come from an egg? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, you you do get an incubator, if you will, their version of an incubator. You do get one of these incubators to, to, you know, as soon as you go into the game, you've got one. You've got an egg, it, it hatches and so on. To get the second one, you've got a free, right now it's free anyway. There's a free version of their version of an incubator, which you can then use to, once you've found another trainer, you, you've got to use it through campfire. So you've got to find another another friend through campfire. So realistically, if you play Pokemon, you would use it with your Pokemon Go 
friends because it's all signed in through Niantic together. So you just, you know, or find new friends if you've got enough space, I suppose. But you you can find that friend, use their dot and your dot to create an egg, and then you get a hybrid of those two dots to create another one and then start again. But then after that, it's going to cost you, you know, sort of four ninety nine, nearly five pounds five dollars to get another whatever the incubator is called, a nest or whatever it is. So this game looks like it's literally a money maker because everything in it kind of goes around the money side of things. You cannot progress into a hatching another egg, if you will, until you pay the $5 for the incubator. I think so, that was where their energies have been. Yeah. This whole yeah, time definitely. and getting that released and getting that out because some of what's been glitching or going wrong with all the events for us on Pokemon Go end, I think, <laughs> can be looked at by not being like the priority here because that's going to be the yeah. one that they're going to make money off of because well, kids think, will play and kids will want yeah, to go. Kids will play. But I, I still don't think it's going to make anywhere close to what Pokemon Go makes. It might make, you know, good money. It might be a nice little thing for them in the background, but I really don't think. I think most adults are playing Pokemon and this is what they seem to forget. They're trying to aim it at kids and that's great, but adults are the ones that are playing Pokemon Go more than anything because they remember Pokemon when they were a kid. Kids are only going to get into it if like their parents are playing it or if they're particularly interested in, in the likes of the Pokemon games outside of Niantic's um, But rule. I think they're going to think more of like merchandising and stuff after, like how they have all those like different kinds of like stuffed animals kids like to use. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to probably use like a Build-A-Bear thing for it. Like yeah. have yours be made and blah, 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 or something. Yeah. Like it just seems Maybe. like they're probably going to try and take it further because kids will buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's something that they can branch out into because it's their own creation. I mean, the the problem with Pokemon Go is is it's owned by the Pokemon company for starters. You know, it, it's owned by somebody else and they're just they're just licensing the ability to use it and making money from their game. But they can't necessarily take it out and make more money on it just because it's not owned by them. It's not their own entity. Whereas this Peridot is their own creation. Therefore, in theory, it can, you know, be made into a cartoon. It can be made into, like you say, into into little plushy toys or whatever. They can branch well, maybe out. Maybe they haven't thought of that, and we're just giving them all the ideas. We should keep and ask for a finder's fee. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, if it's successful and it creates more money for them, then cool. But what they shouldn't be doing is stepping away from one of their games to try and launch another one and put more effort into that one because the one that's keeping them afloat and the one that's giving them the ability and the money to do this one is Pokemon Go. You know, if you look at all the other games, all all the other platforms that Niantic currently have, Pokemon Go is by far keeping all the rest of them in business. So I guess it could be kind of cute, though, like if parents are like playing Pokemon Go and the kids don't necessarily like aren't that great at it yet. They're like, well, play Mm -hmm. this one with me at the same time or something. Yeah. So I could see how that would work, but they definitely should have like added a team to like work on Peridot and Pokemon Go at the same time. Yes, they should have done. And they probably have, you know, any any company doing this will have a team on one and the other. But it just seems like one is definitely seeing more effort from Niantic than the other one. Hopefully now it's launched, there'll be a different spread of, of resources within Niantic. So maybe they start looking at what they can do to bring Pokemon Go back whilst they have Peridot launched. Maybe they just put too many people into Peridot to try and get it to a point where it was ready for you know general audiences. And that's why they've pulled back on Pokemon Go a bit. But hopefully now it's launched, they can come back and help us out. Yeah, hopefully now they can try and pay a little bit more attention to us. Mm. It's like the older sibling like the older child like the new child comes and then they're just kind of like cast to the side a bit but hopefully Mm. they kind of bring the family together a little bit yeah and look i i don't want it to fail you know i'm i'm indifferent towards it i personally won't be trying it but i don't want it to fail i want it to be something that they can you know use at the side and make something good out of it that's cool always happy for companies to do these kind of things but they really do need to come back to pokemon and start pushing us and we'll talk a bit more about that in a bit there is more things coming in the pipeline or down the pipeline i should say well yeah they definitely need to just not forget about pokemon go players especially when they've kind of beat them up so much and beat us up so much with the whole you can't do this and we're gonna limit this and we're gonna do this and yeah yeah, that's all great and your reasons are your own but you can't just keep punching everyone in the throat 
<laughs> Graphic. I like it. <laughs> Dramatic, but oh well. <laughs> well, they've also had some fun this week with people deleting their Peridot account, or Peridot, whichever you want to call it, but um, with people deleting their account after they tried it out. Some people were, uh, or some users were finding that they were also deleting the Pokemon Go account as well. So <laughs> that's a bit of an oopsie. Oopsie daisy. Um, they don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah they shouldn't they connect that. I guess it's like Apple and how they had the stuff content from the other apps you use, but I don't think mm. that should be. Is that what it's saying it did? Because I don't really well, understand. Some, some people, some people did. It depends. I suppose it depends how you are logged in. I mean, if you're logged in through the Pokemon Trainer Club, then presumably that wouldn't do anything. But if you are logged in through Google, like I am and like you are, as soon as you delete one account then apparently it was deleting the other one i mean it's been it's been clarified by niantic they spoke to gohub and said that deleting one niantic account will not result in any other any other niantic accounts being deleted we found that a couple of users unlinked their google or apple logins from peridot thinking this was the same as deleting their accounts because these users had additional logins attached to another game these login methods were removed from their pokemon go accounts and they lost their ability to log in pokemon go so you know, they, they weren't they weren't necessarily deleted. They just removed the ability to log into their own account. So they had to speak to Niantic support. And I think there's something... Yeah, that's a bit of an oops. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of an oops. But I suppose, you know, you, you don't need to delete the account. You could just delete the app. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, um, you know, it says you can, if you're affected by an error. I guess they, you're right. They could have just deleted the app. But I mean, would the animal have died? Maybe that was their... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the rationale. They don't want to murder the Tamagotchi. Oh, my word. Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> That's an interesting way of looking at it. <laughs> I cannot delete my account. This would be murder. <laughs> uh, poor digital animal. Um, I know. You yeah, can't I... neglect them even digitally. Well, that's true. I mean, I feel sorry for my Tamagotchi because, you know, I haven't, I have, I've neglected him for nearly nearly 30 years <laughs> yeah mine is um probably dust by now i yeah, feel really yeah. bad i'm probably being re- remade into something else or it's lying somewhere at the bottom of a trash heap yeah i don't there even know what, did someone throw mine i don't even know where i never threw it so yeah i, don't no, know I, I never threw mine either but i don't know where it is i don't yeah. i don't think i don't think it's my parents uh my parents spare cupboard so I'll yeah, I'll, I, I'll ask them next weekend. Have you found it? See where it is. I think my family liked to clean out all the toys and things. Like, not that we had a bunch, but like, I don't think it lived, even if it was no. in my house, to no, exist anymore. Think, no, I don't even remember how. I think it was charged by a watch battery, wasn't it? So mine is, it's well and truly dead now. Yeah, I think that's what happened to mine, maybe. Hmm. Maybe it just died and it wasn't my fault. Because hmm. I think I really liked my home <laughs> oh, <laughs> So maybe it wasn't my fault. I'm going to just go with not. it wasn't my fault. No, maybe not your fault. Well, back to if there's any problems. It says, to be clear, it should not have been possible to remove all login methods from your account. We have added safeguards to prevent additional issues. If you were affected by this error, you should be able to recover access to Pokemon Go by logging into Pikmin Bloom via your Nintendo ID and reconnecting an additional login method. That's quite interesting that they think that you can that you have a Pikmin Bloom account as well. Like, no, I don't have that either. Yeah, I don't. I'm not subscribing. <laughs> no, I've, I I have a Pokemon Go account, and once upon a time, I logged into the very first game that they created. That the name is escaping me, but Ingress. There we go. I logged into Ingress once, I think, just to try it out, and it looked ridiculously confusing. So I logged out. <laughs> I did not delete that account. So no, <laughs> like, no, no digital animals were harmed, were harmed in the uh, in the making of my Pokemon Go account. But yeah, I, it's interesting that they think that you have to log into your Pikmin Bloom account. So, I don't know, is that assuming that you have a Pikmin Bloom account, or is that just a way of trying to get you to create a Pikmin Bloom account? I don't know. They really do like the P names. They, they do, they do. I mean, Ingress is not a P name, but and the Harry Potter game wasn't either. But, yeah, maybe maybe they're just trying to, maybe their marketing tells them that the letter P is is uh, is good. Not in use as much. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, so moving on to the next next news event. We have the sad closure of the Silk Road, which I'm sure you have no idea what that is. And to be fair... Yeah, I have no comment. I don't know what it is. No, I mean, to be fair, I've never used it. Uh, I know of it. Um, It was around when we first started 
Pokemon Go back in 2016 it appeared and you know the name is taken from the the original games the Silk Road it's a it's a website a resource um, it's full of researchers and PVP leaders and unfortunately they've announced and ends their operations after the 12 month sponsorship oh. with Niantic has ended was that the like thing where everyone was like I've been doing this for this long no, this. Yeah. I didn't know what yeah. was happening. I was like, why are they so angry? That's when you told me it was that one thing. Okay, now, mm-hmm. now I understand what you're talking about. So I was like, why is everyone so mad? <laughs> well, they provided services, and it was completely free and ad-free. Um, and they've done that since day one. But last year, they were having problems financially. And unfortunately, after having a year's sponsorship from Niantic, that has now ended and they are still in the same position financially. So there's nothing they can do. It's not something that they they can continue doing due to mounting financial restraints. So they've had to close. It's a huge loss because Silk Road created the PvP in-person tournaments. And that's when when they partnered up with Niantic. That's when Niantic kind of moved that into their own, their own framework and, and created that part of the company. You know, they kind of... The, the events that were going on in London a few weeks ago where, you know, taught, uh, players would go down and, and battle each other in person. That's what the Silk Road started. Okay, so it's like an in-person, like, okay, so like in the show, like, Ash would go to the gyms and battle. Yeah. It's like yeah. that, but in real life. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like any other sporting event, um, you know, chess, for example, or um, well, any any sporting event, really. You know, you look at it from... The person battles each other. There's say there's ten players in the first in the first you know section. Each one of them battles each other to get down to the last two, and then they move up, and then and so on and so on. That's that's exactly what they did. But they did all that and organised all that through their website and created their own leagues and cups and so on, where that was more interesting than trying to battle someone through the game because there was so many issues with it. So they they created that, which then obviously has been turned into what Niantic are now doing and because you know the sponsorship has ended um, from Niantic they've obviously had to close down but Niantic are going to keep those same elements um, and continue on that part of of Pokemon Go that kind of side game of Pokemon Go they're going to continue doing that but it all started from the Tilth Road um, and you know, there's there's other parts of it. They've they've had different cups, um, at different leagues, and different different missions over the years. You know, I was I was reading through a couple of them the other day. Battle a Team Rocket leader with only Pokemon under either fifteen hundred, one thousand, or five hundred XP. Um, you know, like things like that, and that you know, you you win a badge for each one of them, for each one of those missions completed. And it, you know, it's really cool to have that kind of that community or that kind of um, separate set of missions that necessarily don't get you anything within Pokemon Go as the game, but, you know, bragging rights, you know, part it's of that kind community. Of fun. Like, it's fun. Like, getting to do Pokemon Go in real life in a different way. Like, the game yeah. is fun. Like, we like it. It's enough for me. Mm. But yeah. that's really kind of fun to have had that in-person kind of experience where you get to do what, like, you saw growing up, mm. like, the yeah. show and everything. I guess that's just kind of cool it's kind of a bummer though for everything ending but i guess at least niantic's kind of keeping it alive in their own way so i guess yeah. there's options to do it but not what they want it to be anymore mm-hmm. i mean it, what's really sad is i'm sure this has happened with many people i only knew of half of the information that i found out since they've announced that they've closed so yeah when- i didn't even know it existed no, I mean, for, for me, when Pokemon first started, I knew of the Silk Road. They were the ones that you got information from. They were the ones that you went to to find. You know, they would they would give you the information of what was coming up and what was happening and so on. And they were they were your your only kind of route at the time to finding out more about the game and what you could do. Then obviously the likes of the YouTuber or the YouTubers came out and and they all started giving information and played the game and you could watch them play and watch them as they found information out and you'd gather information from them then you know the the websites and so on the poker miners and the data miners the ones that you know kind of post on on twitter and so on they became bigger and they were the ones i watched and and kept an eye on and 
and got my information from. So Silk Road kind of disappeared along the wayside for me. But for other people, it was huge. And it's just, it's really frustrating, I suppose, now to know that, you know, this was there the entire time. And I didn't know about it. And I didn't know that there were side missions and things that I could have done. You know, not necessarily the bragging rights, but to keep the game interesting, I suppose, more than anything. And that it's now... It's really sad that it's going. ending. Yeah, and, it, and it's going, and there's no way to save it. I mean, keeping it free and ad-free and so on is great because more people can access it, but the downside to that is it's now, you know, not viable as a business. So Silk Road subreddit will remain open. Um, book community maps, the Nest, Atlas resources are now unavailable they were unavailable as of a couple of days ago when this happened they will complete the or conclude the self gg season and the last community day that they'll be involved in is fennekin on the may 21st and by august 1st all services will be closed and gone so a big loss um That's within sad. the community yeah within the community they will be missed and like I say, it's, for me, it's a massive shame because to find out that that has been there all along within, you know, obviously I knew that Silk Road existed, but from for my part, I always thought that Silk Road was very much like everything else that I was watching on YouTube and, and you know, the, the poker miners and so on. I just assumed that they were the same thing and didn't didn't look into what they were now doing. So for me, I've lost, you know, something that could have made the game a bit more interesting. And I imagine that anyone else that's that's been that's been using the Silk Road all this time, it's a massive loss for them because it's a it's an interesting way of keeping the game more engaging for everyone. And Niantic will create kind of community ambassador program without without Silk Road. So they're going to continue the the community ambassador program, which is what you know was kind of part of what Silk Road was doing. They're going to continue doing that, and they have come out with a statement. So it says, for the past year, we've had the pleasure of partnering with Silk Road on the Community Ambassador Programme. It's been great working with this team on the project, and it has been incredible watching the passionate contributors at the Silk Road grow a truly amazing community hub. While we're sad to see the Silk Road closing its doors, we want to thank them for all they've done for Pokemon Go community in the last six years. And they said the Community Ambassador Programme will continue to move forward in its next iteration, while we are closing applications for the month of May during the transition, community leaders will have expanded opportunities to apply to a community ambassador outside of the Silk Road. Soon, trainers from across the globe will be able to apply to this revamp program by a campfire, providing opportunities to share and grow the community and receive rewards for gathering in person to play. We'll continue to add more opportunities into the program, such as providing unique access and rewards for community ambassadors and their fellow trainers. You'll still be able to use the Pokemon Go map to share where you can find your local community and play together during special events. Well, at least it's not ending, ending then. It's just yeah. being remonetized. Yeah, exactly. So moving on with the Niantic side of things specifically, there was a meeting at the HQ in Seattle this week. Certain content creators were invited and... They had a private meeting, and this will this was to show an upcoming feature or features and some changes to the game. Fleece King, Zoe Two Dots, Trainer Tips, just to name a few, and they dropped in and were shown these features. They were there to give feedback, not just on what they saw, but also the game as it stands. Um, and they were even present at the time that Mega Pincer was supposed to launch in New Zealand and Australia. And because when it launched, it didn't work and they were still giving out the old, the old mega raid was still going on. And obviously Twitter exploded at that point. And thankfully they were there to explain to Niantic that something had gone wrong. And apparently they were there and saw exactly, you know, like kind of the reaction from Niantic and what they did to fix it. Like so the that, process. Yeah. So that must have been pretty cool to turn around and say, oh, by the way, while we're here. <laughs> um, yeah, <mega laughs> Your game's not, not working. working. Yeah, yet again in Australia and New but Zealand, like who, the game's not working. Who doesn't have someone like testing it out over there, asking somebody like who doesn't who isn't monitoring it? I don't know it because it it happens every single time. I mean, they press play at a certain time and it never works. I mean, there's got to be a, a you know you've got these ambassadors and you know, there's always two dots and fleece king. have got to be 
surely they they should be the ones that turn around and say, right, you know, you know what? When it's about to launch, give us ten minutes before and launch it, and if it works, we'll let you know. You know, it, it's not that difficult. There's got to be people over there that either work for Niantic or there's got to be a way that that those two content creators or any other content creators that are in New Zealand and Australia that or give it to New Zealand out. and Australia earlier. Like, just give it to them like an hour earlier <laughs> just to make up for the fact that it always sucks. Well, it's it's one of them. They just need to have someone there in that in that area to be able to say, right, we're going to launch it. Let us know if it works an hour before and then once it launches to everyone else in the community then they'll know it works it's it's not difficult you know these guys have been doing this for six years now it it can't about seven years this is the seventh year it can't be that but it's like every event yeah so australia at this point is like yeah we'll get it next time exactly but it's or i don't know if anyone's pretty cool and they they want to chime in yeah what do you think you know, if you're in Australia and, you know, you can think of a better way of launching this, please let us know. It, it, every single time is the same thing. Um, but they were there for that and they gave feedback. And according to Zoe Two Dots, it was it was interesting to see them kind of jump up and, and run around um, and try and fix it or fix it in, in their case. With regards to the rest of the features, they're all under a um, non-disclosure agreement. So we don't know what these new features are, but we can speculate. You know, we we talked a few weeks ago about the shadow raids. Uh, I would I would hazard a guess and say that because of because of these the leaks and and so on from the poker miners, we can hazard a guess that the shadow raids are going to be part of it and anything else that's you know that they've got in the background that we've not seen yet. Um, everyone seems to say that it was it was good, it was positive from what I've read and from what I've watched on on their videos and read online and so on. There seems to be a positive vibe coming from it, whether it works when it comes out <laughs> or whether they fix everything else that is broken in the game as it currently stands is a different matter. But it seemed to be a, a good meeting and apparently everyone that was there fed back into Niantic, you know, their feelings of how the game currently is. And I can't see any of it massively changing with regards to the remote raids or anything because... You know, they're probably happy for the feedback, but not going to do anything about that side of things. It does look as it's if just you know, strange. things are moving forward. Oh, sorry, cool. I didn't mean to interrupt again. No, cool. It's just strange that Ed Wu was the only one that commented and then they just stayed silent. I think from a company standpoint, this is the direction that they're going in. So they only need to say it once. We're not changing anything. This is our vision for the game. And in the nicest way possible, either like it or lump it. That's fine. It is what it is. They're going to lose a lot of people over it. They have lost a lot of people already. But whatever this thing is that they're pushing forward, whatever these things are that they're pushing forward with, hopefully that will either bring more people in or bring people back or, you know, kind of re-engage the current player base. But we shall see. We don't know anything about it yet. So it's just, you got anything more to say on that one? Well, no, I'm just like, like they need a PR person. <laughs> yeah. They do. They need. They need. They need a whole team of PR people to be able to engage with with the community in a better fashion than they have done. So yeah, I feel like they should utilize the content creators that are so massive and popular, and like mm. utilize that and like give them a fee or something, like pay them something to like help them with get better press. But maybe that's what they're doing. So I suppose. Well, if you do that though, then it takes away from the if you were to to pay the likes of the content creators then it would take away the impartiality of their honest opinions. Yep. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like a catch-22 is mm. you're going to – I'm thinking of it from a business side. They should pay the content creators for their help. But it wouldn't be that great from a, our side because then, yeah, the other people won't be <laughs> very like honest because they're getting paid. But I'm saying from a business yeah. standpoint, they should have, like, tried to do something to have better PR or, like, some justification for their actions. Mm. Yeah, like it, it from almost a business seems like side of stuff because you don't want the petition they had and all these people leaving. I don't no, know. No, but it seems like nobody within Niantic seems to play the game. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure that some that of, is true. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that someone does. I'm sure there are a few. You know, some of the architects of the game probably still play it, but it seems like the people at the top are literally taking this from a very over-the-top business point of view, not necessarily from a player point of view. So. Yeah, they do. They do need something, even if it's, you know, 
the likes of the the heavy duty content creators, they probably wouldn't accept the idea that they could become Niantic's spokesperson for you know to, to give positivity for Niantic. But you could probably find someone that's lower down on the on like in on the, the middle somewhere. Yeah, someone in the middle, someone that's a, not a casual player, someone that plays constantly. You know, you've got the the people that that go out there and play. They're all over Twitter and Facebook and so on. The people that play like crazy and and do do that and are positive enough about the game that they could they could be sponsored by Niantic to go out there and and be positive and and show people how to play the game and so on. There are people that would do that, but I think the big ones for the big ones to be sponsored by Niantic for that, I think it would take away the viewers for them from a player from a player end because I'm less inclined to watch someone who's sponsored by Niantic than I am that's impartial and giving honest feedback. That's why you know that's why we like watching and listening to and um and reading information from these creators because you know they're honest and you know they give us exactly what it's like on the ground. Yeah, I I think you're right in that because I was just thinking from a business side they need to do, to do better, but yeah, definitely they, they from definitely this end we don't really want to listen to someone who's no. just being paid to say things are good. That's why like yeah. even reviews on Amazon it's like I was paid for this and it's like yeah I don't trust you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm always happy to test things out for people and give an honest review. But I think when it comes to a game, for me personally, I'm 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 less inclined to trust someone who is being paid on a full time basis to market something because that's their job. That doesn't necessarily mean that they like it. But you know, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to watch anyone and listen to anyone really to see that what their feedback is. But if it if it starts to sound like you know they are being paid to say something that's that's not that's not what you want anyway moving yeah, on to no, the next that's one. not what you want to go into like no. that's not what you want like you're like yes i trust this person and they turn around and do that and it's like yeah why so yeah yeah well we'll see what happens hopefully more more information will pop out from the data miners to give us more of an idea of what's coming up if they don't announce it before then speaking you say of upcoming upcoming no not yet no no not yet niantic with regards to data mining and so on, Niantic have actually hidden the base flea and catch rates, which is quite interesting. So this week, the data miners found that within the code, which is what we kind of use to know bits of information before it's announced and bits of information whilst we play the game to know how easy it is and how hard it is to catch certain Pokemon, they've actually hidden the, the data. So we now know nothing about how easy or how hard it is to catch a specific Pokemon. If you don't know, the catch rates are based on different things, based on the type of Pokemon, what kind of throw you give. So if it's a good throw, great throw. What's the last one? (laughs) Excellent. There we go. Could not remember what the word was. I was thinking about the balls. I was like, it's a normal (laughs) one. Yeah, you've got different throws, um, different balls, a curveball, whether it's a curveball, whether it's not a curveball. Uh, they're all used within, you know, within the within the background of the game to say how hard or easy it is. But every Pokemon has a base rate, catch rate, or flea rate, and that goes anything from 0.3%, which I believe is the uh, the crazy like Articuno and so on that you get from your. I've only seen daily. one of them. Yeah, I've only seen one too. The 15 well, minutes. Yeah, from your your 15 minute daily incense, that I think that's a 0.3%. That's that one there, all the way up to 100% catch, which is your your shinies that you catch within a raid, for example. They've hidden them, so we don't know why they've hidden them, but we've hidden them. So we <laughs> maybe don't... they're making it super hard on purpose, or by yeah, I mean, they're certainly making some interesting choices of late. I don't know, don't quite know why, but they they're not inspiring a whole lot of trust. <laughs> No, they're not. And this leads on to, with regards to trust, the the terms of service was updated this week as well. You may have noticed it pops up with a new, you know, you need to agree to the terms of service. Looking into the terms of service, which I never do, because let's face it, it's a game. Do I really care what they're going to do? Look at my data. I already know that. I'm going to look where I am. I already know that. They're going to look at the photos that I take from the game. I already know that too. You know, that's you play in this it's game. It's crazy how often they look at your like back, like your location and stuff in the background. Because I get that notification with like, mm. this app has used look through your data like 387 times or whatever it says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
Why are you so nosy? Yeah, exactly. Why? What are you looking for exactly? You're mapping out the entire country. Just go on Google Maps and look on there. It'll tell you. But uh, their update, which is not necessarily an update, but obviously with this one, people have started to go through it. Obviously, there's not enough going on in the game, so they thought, I know, I'll start looking for the terms of service instead. They're now speculating that, or I should say the, the, the players are speculating, not Niantic, but the players are speculating that Niantic are going to start changing or altering things within GoFest because Niantic has updated, saying basically that they can and will change details of an event as and when they need to which is normal for any event realistically if if you know you know buy a ticket to go and see a music festival or to go to see somebody live and they get sick and they may cancel that's within the terms and conditions of buying that ticket so that's not necessarily a change that's kind of always been there and then the other part was they if for some reason you plan on suing Niantic for any reason, they have changed the wording <laughs> to say that... Yeah, exactly. To say that instead of... It's instead crazy of, that they did that, though. Like, they're, yeah. it's scary that they're changing that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's scary, but at the same time, I mean, how often do you really plan to sue Niantic? Oh, well, I hope um, never, but it's strange exactly. that they're including that in an update. Like, how often do you get sued for that to be in your update? Anyway. Well, exactly, <laughs> but it's quite funny because now instead of instead of using a trial by jury or a class action suit, they are now saying that you would you would use a third-party arbitrator. Oh, yeah, that's what all the jobs, like when you sign up with a new job, that's what all mm. of them have been, like when I've looked at different jobs, when you're like hired, they have that in their clause. They're like, you're waiving your right to this, and we're going to use a third party if things ever do happen. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah well, that's what they're saying now. So for any legal dispute with Niantic, Instead of going by trial or class action, you're now going to have a third-party arbitrator. Okay, can I pick the third-party arbitrator? <laughs> because if you pick it, you're like, yeah, they might be slightly impartial. Picking, picking the company um, the company lawyer is not a third-party arbitrator. You know, so a bit of a strange one. It's a strange one because if you start with, we may change um, part of the event that you've paid a ticket for. And also, if you plan on suing us, like, what are they going to do that's going to require you to sue them? You know, it's a, I don't know. It, it's a bit Well, strange. that's why it's freaking me out. I'm like, why is it so serious that they've included that? And what are they going to do to us if that's what yeah, they had to include? You're exactly the same as everyone else that's freaking out. They're not going to do anything. This was here all along. It's always been in the terms of service. I'm not you freaking just never out, but I'm like, before. as you talk about it, it's just like, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> not going to do anything do but just it? in case just in yeah. case you know that they, they don't want to pay for a trial by jury or a class action lawsuit well probably because they're misusing everyone's personal data or location oh, yeah, things exactly. and so, being nefarious in some way i'm sure they're just getting ready for people that want to decide all of a sudden that because they've taken away remote raid passes some you know some poor soul is going to say you know what i'm going to sue them this is or not they the don't want to be like the facebook having to be all in court for all their misuse of everyone's data for forever yeah maybe but wasn't that wasn't that though that wasn't by a person though was it that was by the state? Mm, I don't remember. I just know it was always in court and then Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sure that was either by by this by a specific state or that was done by the you know the, the government in general. So, but I, I can't imagine them saying to um, you know the state of California, oh I'm sorry, you'll have to speak to our third party arbitrator. Yeah, it's just a little like it is strange. Like, who are you choosing, and who's the third party, and why do do you get yeah. to choose them? That is something I wouldn't want to do because that's what I thought whenever I signed those contracts. I was like, mm. um, well, what's the process, and who, who, who are you going to choose? Like, who gets to choose? Well, it's the, the same thing for difference sorry. between one player and another. Is it another? Isn't it really? Because I didn't even second thought it. I just agreed and was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I yeah, agreed and I didn't look into it at all. But now that you're explaining it, I'm like, that's freaking me out. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, I mean, oh. I still signed the contract for work, so I mean, yeah, I you, you not still, you still it anyway, signed but... it. So it is what it is. <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> Alrighty, so upcoming. Upcoming, that's me. There, there, there we go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's move into the upcoming. The Pokemon magic is about to begin. Okay, so upcoming as we speak. Well, my end anyway. Go Battle Day Stardust is going on, which is you play PvP for 100 battles and get 
four times Stardust from the rewards. They've added a timed research for $1 or 79 pence in the shop. And for that, you'll get 25,000 extra Stardust and three rare candies and a star piece. I'll leave that to you if you think it was worth it. Did you do it? Did you buy the extra one for the extra time research for a dollar? Let us know. And yeah, that, I mean, it's worth it, I suppose, if you play PvP, if you play a lot. Cool. Or if you want Stardust, I guess. Yeah, if you want a lot of Stardust, it's cool because if it's you mix, it, if you mix it with all the other ones that are going on. So right now you've got the, um, the Go Battle Day. So you'll already earn... 4, 8, 12, 16, 20,000, 25,000 from that, right? And then if you look at the timed research that was on for the entire run of the um, of the season, you can also earn a shared load of starters from that. And there's about, I don't know how many pages, five pages. There's about 17,000 17, plus the end of the So it's about another 20, 22,000 stardust just from doing that. So if you mix them together, like I'm going to do today, you're going to get a bucket load because I'm going to save all of them up. I'm not going to claim any of the rewards until I've done the full 100. Then put a star piece on and get all that in one go. Because then you can trade, you can evolve, you can power up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, trade and power up, I think, because yeah, exactly. you don't really need it to evolve, right? No. And, I mean, I'm at, I'm nearly at three and a half, a four and a half million stardust. I'm just going to keep going. So... I don't even think I have half a million. <laughs> That's because you use it, though. Well, I keep evolving all the shadow ones, just to add them to the shadow decks, and then making yeah. like transferring them out when they're poop. Yeah. Well, see, I don't, I don't bother with that one. I used to, but I don't bother with that one anymore. I, I'm now. My aim now is to get as many Pokemon as I can up to level fifty. So I'm trying to get all the candies I need and all the rare candies, all the XL candy. But other than that, I'm not doing it for any other reason. Well, but, I'm just doing it because I might as well, because if I'm catching them in their poop, I'm just going to add them to the decks and then let them go away and then eventually hopefully catch three-star ones and better ones. So mm-hmm. I'm just using the opportunity to add them to the decks and work towards that metal where you have to evolve however many shadow Pokemon or purify, whatever it is. Okay. Well, if you enjoy doing that, that's fine. That's what, that's, that's <laughs> well, I don't have very many. I don't have very many Pokemon to take to 50. No, but that's how you play your game, though, at the end of the day. Everyone plays their game differently, so. Yeah. If that's how you play your game, then enjoy. Well, I just want those little metal things. Yeah, that's true. You do need a lot of them when you get later into the game anyway. That's why I was like, I want to just get through as much as I can now and then work towards getting better Pokemon as it happens, because I don't get to decide that they won't be zero star. That is true. (laughs) Alrighty, so do you want to go through the upcoming then? Yeah. So the Valeris Hero event is still going on until May 17th, and that ends at 8. So make sure you complete your research for the free TMs and possible shiny costumed Ponyta. Um, Tuesday, May 16th, Bellsprout Spotlight Hour starts 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. your local time. And you get two times the transfers candy for that. So Wednesday, May 17th, you get Tapu Fini Raid Hour, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. too. And as well, on May 17th, you also get the Master League and Element Cup. Little Edition will run from 1 p.m. Trainers will receive three times Stardust from win rewards. And so you have to remember that in Master League, there is no CP limit. But in the Element Cup, the Pokemon have to be at or below 500 CP. So they can only be fire, grass, or water type Pokemon as well. But they have to be under that 500 CP. And only Pokemon that can evolve but have not evolved once they are eligible. Which is really, really strange and confusing. <laughs> yeah, that's like a weird rule that just makes my mind discombobulated. And I don't yeah, like that it. last one. Only Pokemon that can evolve but have not evolved once are eligible. It's like that's why I'm like, what what qualifies? I need a list. I need like a <laughs> diagram. Like, can you map this out for me? <laughs> yeah, can, can we can we create a Venn diagram on Twitter? Yeah, for that like one? I'm a visual person, <laughs> and that just messes with my brain. <laughs> Another thing to note as well, though, with the two times transfer candy on Spotlight Tower. What I used to do is I used to save up all my Pokemon for the week. So every Pokemon I had, I would save them up all week long, knowing that the transfer candy was going to be doubled and then transfer out absolutely everything during that hour. So that's always a good one to know as well. Good little bit of advice. So as mentioned last week, May 21st to 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. is Fennekin Community Day. 
So remember their increased spawns. So three times, and you also get the three times catch stardust. You get three hour long lure and incense. You get two times the catch candy. You get two times catch XL candy for the level 31 players, level 31 plus players. So you get one additional special trade and trades will cost half. So half the stardust. And Fennekin will be shiny. So you got to get hunting. With the field research, there's more chances to catch the Fennekin. And you can still do the special research for the extra money if you want. You get stickers. Like we get, I think the last, what were the last stickers we got? Togepi? I think yes. those are the last stickers I got. Yeah, I'm still using them now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I haven't gone through those. I still have like old stickers from like, I don't even know, the ones that look like they're from Hawaii. Where are those from? Because <laughs> I saw I those. You have four star raids with Brixen. You have featured attack mystical fire will be available to teach to Delphox once the event starts. And there is an event that hasn't been announced yet, but it will be Monday, May 22nd through Sunday, May 28th. We'll keep an eye on that on our social media and you should keep our, well, you should keep an eye on our social media, but we'll be posting about that when we know more. Okay. So that ends the upcoming. Sounds like you have an answer to our problem. Hmm. We're all doomed. So last week we went over some of the um, tasks you have to complete before you can evolve Pokemon per um, a question we received. But there's also additional tasks we didn't talk about. We just mentioned more of the stones and things like that that you needed to use to evolve things. But there's also certain Pokemon that require you to complete a certain task to evolve. So we're going to kind of go over that too. There are certain Pokemon that you can only evolve once you've completed specific tasks and there's not many Pokemon and the missions are varied. So we'll go through them one by one, make it as easy as possible. So we have Pancham evolving into Pangoro. To evolve Pancham into Pangoro, you need to make Pancham your buddy and catch 32 dark type Pokemon. And obviously you'll also need the 50 candies as well. The easiest ones to find at the minute are Purloin, because Perloin is out and about in the wild, and when it does pop does pop back up, Alolan Ratata is also a good one as well. If you're battling Team Go Rockets, you can also get Houndour, Houndoom, Murkrow, and Sneasel when they pop up. So they're all good ones to have as well. Just make sure that the Pokemon is your buddy whilst you're doing this, otherwise you do not get it. We went over the Eevees already, so I won't go into that one. Spritzy to Aramotize. To evolve Spritzy into Aramotize, you need to use one incense when your Spritzy is your buddy. And you'll also need 50 Spritzy candy. So make sure it's your buddy. Either launch your incense or launch your 50-minute incense. And it will now be allowed to evolve. Swirlux into Slurpuff. To evolve Swirlux into Slurpuff, you need to feed your buddy Swirlix 25 berries. You can give it any berries you want. You just add it as your buddy and then just keep pumping berries into it. Obviously, you can give it three berries to put it onto the map with you. Just keep going. Give it 25. It'll allow you to. And then once that's done, you can press evolve. Easy. Galarian Farfetch'd into Surfetch'd. To evolve Galarian Farfetch'd into Surfetch'd, you will need to make Galarian Farfetch'd your buddy and make 10 excellent throws. Good luck with that one if you are not very good at making excellent throws. And obviously, you will need the 50 far-fetched candy as well. To evolve Galarian Yamask into Galarian Cofagrigus, you will need to make Galarian Yamask your buddy and take part in 10 raids. Not the easiest one as it stands. However, you get a free pass every day and you can go and find yourself a one-star raid. Really easy Pokemon. Just go and do a one-star raid every day for 10 days and then easy you're done if you're not interested or if you can't do the five star raids in your local area galarian slowpoke into galarian slowbro now we just had an event for this obviously a few weeks ago so if for some reason you still haven't evolved your galarian slowpoke you will need to catch 30 poison type pokemon whilst it's your buddy so throw it in as your buddy again and catch your poison type pokemon then you have the buddy Pokemon you need to walk and gather distances with. So we've already been over the EVs, so we don't need to do that one again. Phoebus to Milotic. To evolve Phoebus into Milotic, you need to make Phoebus your buddy and walk 20 kilometers. And you'll also need 100 Phoebus candy. 20 kilometers seems quite far, but if you put 
it as your buddy and give it berries at the start of each day and then you go about your business, you go to your day job, whatever that might be, you will get 20 kilometers by the end of the week without even trying. So that one's not too bad. It only takes, you know, a bit of time. If you're a power walker or you're going out for a jog in the morning or you go to the gym or whatever, add it as your buddy then and it will obviously gather up faster then as well. Mime Junior into Mr. Mime. If, for some utterly bizarre reason, you don't have a Mr. Mime by now, but you do have a Mime Junior you want to evolve, you will need to make it your buddy and walk 15 kilometres. So same rules as above with Phoebus. Just give it a couple of berries in the morning, get walking, and within a few days, you should be able to hit 15 kilometres without trying. Bonsley into Sudowoodo. If you somehow find yourself with an awesome Bonsley, and you want to evolve it into Sudorudo, say like a nice shiny one that you've just caught out of an egg, you will need to also put that as your buddy and walk 15 kilometers with that one, and you'll also need 50 Sudorudo candy. Happeny to Chansey. Again, same rules, 15 kilometers. Add it as your buddy, walk 15 kilometers, and you'll need 25 Chansey candy. Wubat to Swubat. You'll need to make this your buddy and walk one kilometer. And you'll also have to have 100 Wubat candy. One kilometre, really easy. You can do this walking to the, to the local shop and back. Really easy. And that concludes the evolutions part of our advice. So thank you for listening. Alrighty, well, I think that will do us for today. So if you have any questions or if you want us to talk about anything, as someone asked about the evolution items and so on, if you want us to go through anything, then hit us up on our usual social medias. We are on Twitter at ExperiencePod. We're on TikTok at ExperiencePogoCast. And we're on YouTube at ExperiencePogoCast. If you want to see all of this in one place, where to watch us, where to talk to us, where to listen to us, just go to Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash ExperiencePogoCast. We are also on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Pogocast. And I think that is everything you need to know. So thank you for listening. Do you want to sign us out, Mrs. B? Thank you for listening. Have a safe rest of your week. Talk to you soon. See you all soon. <laughs> <laughs>